0: Will we survive 24 hours in HE, Double Hockey Stick TV? Let's find out on this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Let's stay tuned, Dallas. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified.
1: Stay tuned. 1992. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal.
0: Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 83. There you can leave us a comment on the show. Uh, You can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and Google whenever that happens. And you can also find links to support us on Patreon and PayPal. Speaking of Patreon, though, for this episode, our our reflux capacitors' volume was set to maximum thanks to our patrons, Brian Keating, Two Dudes in the Nest, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much oh. for helping us. We're still trying to work toward our goal of getting all the media hosting and web hosting covered, but thank you guys. You help a lot with that. I uh, our shirt... Uh- Teespring. I'm going to, I'll get to that at the end. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I interrupted, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Sorry. (laughs) My name is uh, Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and dream of deploying digital Dolby decibels. Nice. And I predicted that Stay Tuned would be a nostalgic movie. And I'm joined by my good friend, co host, and the interrupter master, Paul. Powers, Hi, Paul. Hey, Francisco. What's up? What's up? <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, Paul, my uh, trivial question for you is, when sending away for something from Acme as a cartoon mouse, uh, the envelope Roy is mailing has a stamp featuring the likeness of cartoon legend Chuck Jones. Oh, who, cool. Who supervised the animation sequence in the film? I was about Stay to tuned. say it looked like his style. Yeah, exactly. Paul, some people are stamp collectors, but what do you mm. like to collect?
2: Lately? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate.
2: Yes, uh, a lot of uh you, uh what do you call it? ultraviolet movies, mm-hmm. I'm trying to build up my digital collection where you can um, buy it straight from online and uh, get rid of the space on the shelving. Very nice. Cool, cool, cool. And what was your prediction for
0: Stay Tuned? I predicted that this movie would be nostalgic as well. All right, cool. And we are joined once again, coming back from the last time uh, he was on the podcast, was for a goofy movie, slash 68. I'd like to welcome back Josh Powers. Hi, Josh. Hi, Hi. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, Thank you. Uh, Josh, I for, I'm sure I've asked you this before, but just as a reminder, what's your favorite movie genre?
3: Ooh. You know, I'm a fan of the, the one I go to. However, like, I'm a sucker for drama. Like, a good comedy isn't good unless it has some drama in it. Sure. Disagree. So, So I would say, you disagree that that's how I feel. That's my favorite. Yeah, (laughs) you can't feel that way. Well, that's so. I I think
2: that's what you want us to believe, but that's not how you truly feel.
3: (laughs) Well, ignoring that, um, (laughs) drama is. It's like kind of a de facto favorite, but I think everybody kind of feels that way to some degree. So I'll, I'll say comedy.
0: All right, cool. So this isn't so much funny. Or, but it is kind of dramatic. Uh, so, Josh, my trivial question for you is, base, uh, Stay Tuned was based on a story that aired on Unsolved Mysteries in 1987 where a mm. man stayed at a, stayed at a hotel. It was late, and he turned off the TV because he was watching it, so he turned it off. He was having trouble f- falling asleep, though, and he looked at the TV and saw eyes on the screen. Suddenly, he was transported back in time to the Old West where he saw a murder at that hotel. Josh, Wait,
2: this was on Unsolved
0: Mysteries? Apparently. <laughs> How <laughs> can they prove I, that? So I looked on IMDb and then I looked on Snopes and lots of places and gathered, coupled together this story. Apparently that's what happened. Um, I wasn't able to find like an episode listing or what have you. But I think oh. the person talked about it. I th- I don't, nothing happened to this guy. He, he, it was his story. That's why I,
2: yeah, I don't that.
3: think they are really into corroborating anyway, other unsolved mysteries. Anyway, we're not.
0: Yeah, come on. I didn't know that. I didn't know they weren't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they're not solved. But my question for Josh is uh, Were you a fan of unsolved mysteries, or like Paul, thought it was too depressing?
3: Uh, well, I was. Well, I am five years younger than Paul, so I was much younger. And unsolved mysteries was always that's pretty much like too scary for me mm. at the time. So like, even like soon as that music came in, you know, the theme music. Yeah. That was really scary. It's like, Oh my gosh. Like, and I would try to watch like five or 10 minutes mm. and then I'd have to turn it off. But I was like, I was, I was a bit of a scaredy cat as a kid. You know, I had to, I had to close my eyes during horror trailers at the movies, you know? So I still um, do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: just watched, I just went to the theater and saw the, the Trailer, I apparently, I guess it was a trailer for witch. Um, so that was a joke to anyone who's seen the marketing for The Witch, but uh, uh <laughs> <okay>. um, <laughs> I'm so ah. no, anyway, uh, and so, I closed my eyes during that, so I totally okay.
3: You. No, I so yeah, Unsolved Mysteries, I liked it, uh, it, but it was like, yeah, it was just too scary for me. <laughs> And, you know, there's, like, there's ghost stories, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, real-life ghost stories. Or, oh and aliens word. and all
0: that. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right. Cool. Uh, and Josh, what was your prediction for? Wait, State wait, 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 wait!
2: I thought it was all about kidnappings and <laughs> some, if they some said, of it
0: was. I th- yeah, that was, I they mean, said
2: if you have any evidence on the whereabouts of this that's person,
0: call Most wanted more.
3: The <laughs> oh, same that's what I'm thinking. of. Well, they were really they were just they were very popular at the same time, involved kind of yeah. the same thing. So yeah, one was John Walsh and the other yes. was. Yes, like, that's Ronald what I remember. Sack. But the other guy was like the really like.
0: Scary guy. So, Paul, do you want to revise your statement?
2: No, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's
0: it's fine. Uh, All right, cool. Then, Paul, if you're not going to revise your statement, why don't you enter the course for Alice? All right, here's my revised statement. this episode.
2: I'm Batman. Oh, my gosh.
0: You're not Batman.
2: (laughs) Oh, sorry. That was last episode.
0: Yes. Anyways.
2: which was kind of weird because it sounded more half like me. Get half, to the point. Bro. Anyway, <laughs> Alice, let's have a roundtable discussion on this latest movie that we're reviewing, whatever that might be, and then come back for our, some show. No, 1st let's see what we've been up to on our new tubes. Yeah, then let's do some show announcements.
0: All right, yeah. Alice, once you find the target, you know, stay tuned for the settings for said target
1: alert.
2: not alert.
1: Yeah. <laughs> alert target located spoilers incoming engaging retro rewired reactor cartoons Wednesday at 9 The Silencer of the Land
2: They have 24 hours to get out of their TV Please, hell
1: Party Time is excellent
2: Stay tuned from Friday
0: From Friday It's a UK commercial who knows what they're doing over there But mm-hmm. uh we know that we had some memories of Stay tuned cuz we all saw it as younglings or youngish so here's here's what we remembered, all jumbled together, for Stay Tuned. Jack from Three's Company, John Ritter, is addicted to TV. So when a demon TV salesman, I mean the dean from Ferris Bueller's school, Jeffrey Jones, shows up with the ultimate in yellow entertainment systems, uh, John Ritter has to get it. John Ritter gets sucked into the TV and becomes part of the shows, followed by his wife, Mindy from Mork and Mindy, after which they... After which, they try to survive 24 hours or else Satan gets their souls. Meanwhile, the channel company is trying to kill the parents in the various TV shows that are based on other shows with a darker spin. The parents somehow survive. And right before John Ritter and wife are beheaded in the French Revolution, they escape the TV hell and learn that TV is bad. Also, the TV company workers that were trying to kill them meet there, and because they failed in their Mission. All right, so that was. I mean, some of that was right. Some of that was incepted. What was what was not right? Uh, well, the they weren't beheaded. Yeah, they weren't beheaded <laughs> well, it says before. Yeah. But oh, there but really, both. They weren't really. Yeah, the wife wasn't gonna be. The wife beheaded. wasn't like followed in. Didn't come in after. They both went in together. Oh yeah. Um, there wasn't really like a channel company. All, right, no, all right, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It wasn't perfect. We need a perfect <laughs> synopsis to not get incepted. All right,
2: because that's how you use that word. <laughs> that's how I ro- <laughs> That's how <laughs> we use that rule, that word.
0: Well, you know what? Give me a technicality, Paul. Uh, but right. why don't you give us the tech specs for Stay Tuned? Tech specs are uh, Stay Tuned is a... Uh,
2: don't even go there. I know you want to... Give me Fine. the movie,
0: not the show whatever.
2: Oh, it's actually another movie in, in development for 2017. Oh, well, it was, it was also a, title.
0: a show that... Uh, yeah. Zachary All Levi? right.
2: Okay, yeah, anyway. Anyway. On. Stay Tuned was released in theaters on August 14th, 1992 in the U.S. of A. It is rated PG and runs an hour and 28 minutes, directed by Peter Hames and written by like five people or so. <laughs> it stars uh john ritter pam dauber jeffrey jones uh you may recognize eugene levy and maybe a couple others but probably not uh the budget of this film is actually uh it's kind of weird i looked all over throughout all, they're all over sites and i couldn't find any yeah, budget but when i go- put it in google budget for Stay Tuned 1992 25 million dollars comes up right and I don't know where they got that from well all right. but the movie went on to gross uh, about just over 10 million
0: dollars
3: oh sounds about right
0: yeah so apparently no one tuned in to Stay Tuned Uh, (laughs) uh, uh,
3: you don't have a rim uh, shot sound effect no Uh,
0: no rim shot needed (laughs) I am my own rimshot. Anyway. Uh, That's your nickname, rimshot. Wow. Well, uh, so it sounds like there wasn't a whole lot of love for this movie, but there may have still been some things we liked about it, and let's t- talk about those now. Uh, Josh, let's start with you. What's something you liked about Stay Tuned?
3: What I liked uh, was, let's see, um, I liked Jeffrey Jones had a cool remote.
1: Yeah. You know what? I loved it's, that spinning spin in his pop hands. action spinning thing in his hand.
3: That's yes. that one of the things that's when I was watching. It, it's like I remember that, and that is so cool. Yeah. Like, and at the time, I was like, "How do they do that?" But now it's mm-hmm. like o- obvious how they do it. But as a kid, it was like, "That's so cool. It's the coolest I, thing ever."
0: I mean, it's just a m- mechanical thing, right? Or yeah, yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's,
3: it's thing up. I side.
0: thought he had the power of hell. To do that. <laughs> your powers combined uh paul (laughs) did you like that remote
1: thing sure
2: yeah it seemed a little bit um what do you call it uncumbersome in the way like you always have that yeah always have that down up your sleeve kind of thing it can't bend your arm all the way because the contraption (laughs) to make it work right Um, But what I did like was actually like the title sequence to a point. It was better than plain text. Some of the titles in there. I knew you
3: would like that. We were watching it. I was like, Paul would like these credits. I I will
0: (laughs) say on that, I did think the Amid TV, TV, like making the antenna devil horns. I thought that was kind of cute.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a bit on the nose, if you ask me. Okay. <laughs> nah. like, what's it about? Well, it's a hellish TV. So you've got the horns and the teeth and it's trying to eat them. You get it?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not?
3: <laughs> well, because subtlety is... Because they went, satellite yeah. dish, not the TV. Come on. <laughs> it was just... It, the, the example I think of is the like the cover for Groundhog Day. It's that's Bill Murray in a clock. You get it because he's stuck <laughs> in time. Like that's just come on. It's a bit on the nose. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he should have been like exiting a Delorean or something. Come on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so, anyway. Uh, something I liked about uh, Stay Tuned was I, I thought it made a lot of sense that given uh, his suck job, as his son likes to say. It makes sense that Roy would just want to escape into TV. I felt like that was a very grounded character trait of him. Mm. So not that
3: I enjoyed that. He had to
1: go through that, but I thought that made sense.
3: His character was the most grounded out of all the characters Mm -hmm. or the, the most developed developed. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Uh, let's go
0: to, let's go back to Josh.
3: Okay. Um, Ah, uh, Eugene Levy. I like. I remember watching him as the kooky side, you know, villain sidekick at mm-hmm. the time. Crowley. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I even remember him, saying, you know, yelling out. You know, that was just like, but I never put his face as Eugene Levy. Who, you know, I really started taking notice when I watched uh, the Christopher Guest movies, like you know, Best in Show and Waiting mm-hmm. for Guffman. So. Now, looking back, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, he's on SCTV. He's, you know, he's a... He's in Stay Tuned. <laughs> he is stay, he's in Stay Tuned. It's like elevated the level of the movie for me. That's oh, a great supporting cast with him showing up and stuff. So. And you
0: broke up, just as you said, the thing that you liked him saying. So what was that?
3: spike
0: oh <laughs> Just, okay <laughs> it's
3: like oh come on spike yeah yeah, yeah you know that that whole oh, like his, oh. his delivery is very much you know he's creating a character and he does yeah. it very well totally uh, did
0: you like Eugene levy Paul
2: yes and no I enjoyed seeing Eugene Levy like oh yeah, it's him but then he was kind of uh, annoying
3: to me I <laughs>
2: His character, at least. You know,
3: I probably would have found his character... Like, I I remember his character being fun enough. Not knowing who he was. But knowing who he was adds enjoyment for me.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. I thought he was fine. He didn't detract or make the movie better for me. I I thought he... They used him well as a device to explain to the main characters what was going on. I agree with that. Um, But... uh, more so than that, I really liked uh... – oh, I totally skipped over Paul. Paul, what's something else you liked? That's fine. You can.
2: You I, like that you skipped over me. <laughs> I,
0: I love it. Um, no, but I want to give you a chance because the next one is okay. like a two-parter for me. So
2: Okay. That's fine. Um, I was really impressed with the special effects of the road opening up. Oh, really? Of- yeah, yes. when, I, that was
3: going to be the next thing
2: I was going to say. Huh. Of oh, when uh, Spike, or he's, he's driving away and the road yeah. opens up. Yeah. T- to me, that holds up. Now, I didn't see it in HD. I don't even know if it's available in HD. I saw it in HD. It, yeah. Did oh, you? Okay, nice. Did. Yep. Uh, so did it hold up for you, Josh, the special yeah, effects of that yeah. scene? That it, was an, I was
0: really impressed.
3: That is the first real special effect you see that you're like, Whoa. Yeah, like this is like quality special effects.
0: Wasn't it just an animated thing? I mean, just No, it was CGI. In. Oh, it was? it was? Okay. Yeah,
3: so, uh, like, there is. This is, like, pre Jurassic Park CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was well, the year before. Like, you'd see commercials at the time, like, you know, I think Listerine had a commercial that Pixar made at the time. Just like this, uh, CGI was just about you know hitting it, and then it, you know Jurassic Park came out and it blew up everything. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but this you you look at that, you're in like um where you see the satellite melt. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. End. Yeah, I thought that total, looked really good. It looked yeah, like T that, two total or something. Yeah, that Yeah, the yeah. Uh, this is what one year after T two. and think so, One yeah. year before. Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Park. Park. So it's in that kind of like, wow, like it's not because it was a smaller movie or not well remembered anyway. It had like some really solid special effects.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, some of the special effects and some not really so good ones, stood one. out to me. <laughs> yeah. Others, not so much. Uh, but that's what made this
2: scene even more impressive to me. Okay. Yeah.
0: It, it, you know what? It didn't stand out to me. But something that did really stand out to me was just that whole animated sequence. I thought it was great that they committed to a complete cartoon short. I mean, they they have tons of TVs to go with, but that they actually like, let's do a whole cartoon segment. And that is just, I thought that was done so well. And I especially loved when the cat has all the guns pop out of his back. That, that was yeah. just so that funny. That was to one
3: me. of my that, that was a, a contender for my favorite thing of the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Like like as a kid, that was the it was like that's the reason to watch the movie. Exactly. A cartoon. Exactly. In the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Some you know sometimes you get a cartoon before the movie. This one you get in the middle of it. Yeah,
2: it's like the intermission. Um, oh, actually, speaking of what Josh just said, this is my uh, classic maker. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because it is the best part of the movie and the gags, there were a lot of gags and they were all spot on and it was, it was really well done. I thought, you know,
3: I I didn't remember it was the Chuck Jones cartoon. I remember it being Chuck Jones like, Mm
1: -hmm. but Mm -hmm. uh,
3: then I watched like, you know, just a minute into it and I'm like, this is totally Chuck Jones. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then of course, and then when I saw the the stamp with his, Mm -hmm. with his caricature of it, I was like, it is Chuck Jones. (laughs) I knew it. But what's funny is, like, at the time, I was, I was about 10 years old at the time, and I don't really think I knew who Chuck Jones was at the time, but I knew Paul did. Oh, okay. Uh, so Paul was thrilled about that, and I was just learning about him. So oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um, and just a quick uh, bit of trivia about that, according to IMDb. Um, apparently, they started that whole segment six months before they even started shooting the live action. They would have to, yeah. 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 But So I thought that was cool uh okay let's go back to josh then what's uh another thing you liked about this movie
3: uh kind of the, the same thing about uh special effects i was mm. impressed i the, the budget like i remember it being kind of a smaller budget kind of movie but mm-hmm. they they spent like some quality they spent money on you know big sets you know there's a lot of you know they, they didn't scale back a, a lot it wasn't a low budget average movie that yeah. you can tell they they kind of went for it you know yeah. it,
0: it definitely had polish to it which was nice to see yeah
3: it, it was it's rough around the edges but it's also be, that's because it's a special effects kind of movie but um mm-hmm. you know they 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 really I, I respect definitely respect for it and I kind of it's like I wish it was it was recognized more just for the, fa- the for the fact that they they really you know put effort into it
1: mhm mhm
3: a for effort. Yeah. <laughs> or B plus. <Okay.
0: laughs> uh Paul, is there anything you'd give a B plus to? Anything left for this movie? Oh, I have several things. Oh, okay. I liked <clears throat> seeing the the wrestler announcer
2: guy was yes. uh Mario was <laughs> yeah, <it's> from, that... <laughs> oh, really? from the Oh uh, really uh, The Super Mario Brothers Super Show, the live action Mario uh uh-huh, he was uh-huh. he was him who
3: he himself he was, was a wrestler. A, right? Was a
2: wrestler, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So that was kind of cool to see him as. that. As
3: soon as he showed up, I, I I turned to my wife and I said, "It's Mario, <laughs> it's me, Mario." No, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Who? Mario? He's the Mario from Super Mario? Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario." But I I How many
2: thought
0: a guy in here anyhow. The,
2: the Dwayne's Underworld was so good, was so well done for the fact that it, they didn't use. Uh, they didn't get Saturday Night Live's permission to actually do it because I think that would have been awesome if if <laughs> if and the oh my that is one of the, is going m-
3: that is one of the more memorable out of all the ones like, yes that's, exactly that's, like it's like cartoon and Dwayne's underworld right which I don't and, even know if the movie had been made at that or it, the, the movie came out like the, at, later that year so uh,
0: apparently a apparently. That's a good... They asked um, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers to be on it, but they yeah. couldn't be because they are filming the first Wayne's World. That's right.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. They should Hey, they were already in costume. They were already filming. <laughs> come on.
0: Just as a mask to you. Come on. Jeez.
2: I mean, but even to the, the detail of the guy holding up Lucifer 316 in that the crowd. Was <laughs> I that was funny. that was funny. Gave me a big chuckle.
0: I wonder what that would say. Let's see. I don't want to know. For <laughs> Sin so hated the world that he killed Jesus or tried to. Anyway, okay.
1: <laughs> but cricket, never mind. <laughs> All right, guys. I uh, have, oh you have uh, a couple more. other things.
2: Okay.
0: No, I have two more things, two but more. I don't know. I have one more. Josh, how many more do you have? Uh I have two. All right.
3: Mm. Um let's go with uh you, Josh. What's another thing you liked? Okay. Uh I was 10 at the time when it came out, 10, 11 years old. and Which I was it 10 or 11? Audience for this, yeah. And uh, what I liked... Oh, this is kind of the same thing. I really only have one thing. Okay. Then my, 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 than, than my favorite thing. Uh, so, basically, it, the movie was a, kind of an extension of UHF. Huh, which I
0: could kind of see that. Huge yeah. fan of, yeah. you
3: know? Uh, and so what, what I'm getting at is it, parody movies, just like I was, I loved parody movies, which were, or, you know, just parody stuff at the time was very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't, yes. you know, it wasn't as easily accessible or made or even it acknowledged. It still isn't. Well, I mean, yeah, it was really, like huh. when, uh, like Clerks... You know, Kevin Smith's Clerks came out what, uh, the uh, a couple of years later, and it was like kind of groundbreaking that they were talking about Star Wars in a movie, you know. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, just that. like, you know, so parody stuff, you know, before you had, you know, Airplane in the early 80s, mm-hmm. uh, the only person doing parody movies at the time with a name was Mel Brooks,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, and the last movie he did was five years before with Spaceballs. And Men wow. in Tights didn't come out until the year after. So oh, you okay. have this like kind of dry era where it's just like, where the, where's the funny parody stuff? Hmm. Stay Tuned was basically it. So yeah. That's what I, uh, I you know, that was that. My, my, that's where I got my fix. You know, it's like, I love this. It's like, <laughs> nobody else is doing this right now, you know? So that was very important to me as a kid. And I think that's still, um, you know, that there, if you like parody movies, I highly recommend it just for hmm. if that's your niche okay, very cool uh so let's see uh something
0: the uh, last thing i I like before my classic maker is i I mean we talked about how uh Roy John Ritter's character is probably the most developed and out of that I really appreciated his his growth his character arc. I thought it was it is it good it, it, it i feel I felt like it went through across the whole movie it wasn't short circuit or anything so I like that aspect. Uh, Paul, how about you? I agree with the character arc. In fact, one of the things
2: that I wrote down that I liked was the ending where John Ritter's character was teaching the fencing at the end. Yeah.
3: I have some things to say about the characters, but I have to wait for the next segment.
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: I have some for other characters as well. Um, But yeah, and I like that they seeded that at the very beginning where it's like the only thing that gets him up, other than going to his job, gets him up out of his seat is the fencing. When he watches those old, uh, I assume, Errol Flynn uh, film. Yes. I yeah. Uh, cool, guys. Uh, so I think uh, unless Paul has any other likes, we can do our classic makers.
2: I also like the different t- titles at the end during the credits with the different takes, the different shows. Oh, yeah. That was cool to see. The
0: schedule. Yes, yeah. that was fun. Um, the, I still don't get the 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 last one with the Dukes of Hazzard. Um
2: You wouldn't unless you lived in Louisiana like we did all right, at okay, the time. Well, was it he like was a murder or something? No, he's the governor of Louisiana. He's a known KKK member. Oh. David Dukes of da- oh. David. Duke. David Duke was his name, David yeah. Duke. And then he ran again, and people were like but the only person running against him was a known crook. So you have a known crook or a KKK member. So they (laughs) voted in the KKK member again. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And it made national news. Okay. Interesting. You know, because voting in a known KKK, you know, (laughs) anyway. Wow.
0: All right. Well, um, this is the tis, the season for political drama. I can't talk. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for explaining that to me. Now let's get to our classic makers, which Paul already shared his. But uh, Josh, what was your classic maker for Stay Tuned?
3: Um, I tried to pin this down, and but it, it's kind of a, a vague thing. But I'll try to be as specific as possible. But the classic maker to me was the funness it's a oh. very has a spirit of fun you know yeah, it doesn't I see that. take itself too seriously
1: mm-hmm. yeah. uh
3: and you know it's it's a, there's a lot of gags being thrown at you i think yeah. you, you, you kind of think of the simpsons and definitely family guy where it's just joke 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 joke, joke. Uh, i would say it relies on it to a fault mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but if you like that kind of humor especially i i did especially as a kid you know it It's really fun, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, It predates Family Guy by like ten years, or you know, five years, Mm -hmm. whatever. But you know, I think that's part of its charm. You know, it's it's not this big thing. It's just it's it's a movie full of funny gags. Yeah. You know. So and it actually, after it, it it's a little predictable. I would say the first hour, but that last Mm. half hour. You know, once they uh, – we, can we do spoilers? Or? Oh, yeah, yes. of course. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, when the, when John Ritter's character gets back, you're like, you know, the first hour just kind of like, okay, you know, when does he make it back? You still have like a half hour left of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like – that's where the, the strength of the movie really is for me where it's like, okay, now this is very interesting. They have to figure out – they have to get creative, you know, and you don't know what's going to happen next, whereas the mm-hmm. first hour – while well, fun, you know, you have those gags. It's this, so you, you're you're along for the ride kind of thing. You're like, okay, what's going to happen? So,
2: yeah, very cool.
3: So I call that the funness, the funness, <laughs> the levity of stay tuned. Yes. Cool
0: and Paul yours was the uh, the, you? cartoon. the cartoon the cartoon yes. the
2: second closest thing that I had written down is what Josh covered is the parodies mm-hmm. I enjoyed all the parodies
0: and you know what? I guess that's kind of another way of roundabout way of saying what my classic maker was which was just seeing the different TV show types spun to fit this premise of like if TV was made for Satan I thought that was how they did it was clever yeah so. All right, guys, then before we get to the things that weren't so clever about Stay let's. we like to ask our Facebook group, which you can join by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group and clicking the Join Group button on Facebook. Uh, we like to ask there, hey, what do you remember about these movies or video games that we cover? And here's what some of you said. First off, Eric Purcell says, Dwayne's Underworld. Nuff said but then he goes on. So apparently not enough said, uh, <laughs> I just looked it up and realized I misspelled it, which doesn't really matter on audio, but that's okay. Eric, no worries. It's uh Dwayne spelled with D U instead of DW. Uh, not bad concerning. I watched this once in the nineties. I'm guessing it will receive a tragic rating. All right. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Sharon powers, Josh's wife, uh, and former guest hosts. Uh, yeah, yes hostess well i sometimes i say former guest host like they're dead or something and i don't mean it to come off that way (laughs) so um previous previous thank you a previous guest host sharon powers said never heard of it before josh powers mentioned it the other the other day we watched it last week and found it adorable i'd give it a nostalgic thank you sharon
3: yeah, uh, it is weird. It, it's actually come up like I, I mentioned it like uh, a, about a week before I was invited to do this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, That's it's one of those movies where like it, it just comes up just so randomly. It's like oh, I remember that. Oh yeah, season <laughs> and
0: Trapping Souls* is to to so
3: adorable. Seen
0: it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, no.
3: I mean, personally, I just remember. Oh, I remember that. Honestly, I'm,
0: yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised both of you have seen it. So, yeah. um, just because, yeah, it seems like very few people have. Yeah. Uh, but then, but enough of our listeners yeah. voted it up. Yeah, exactly. So apparently, a lot of them have seen it. Uh, Wesley Maltrey uh, said, "Is this for stay tuned? I'm guessing so, but it shows attachment unavailable." I'm, I think he's talking about the uh, Facebook preview of the. I was image. able to see the preview. I, I was too, but okay. sometimes it's just yeah. wonky that just way. Just for the record, um, if so, though, I used to love this movie mostly for the funny alternate TV shows that they watch and are sucked into. I think my favorite is the cartoon they are in. Besides that John Raider was awesome. uh, Kill the Marquis de Nibble. I'm sure this is a nostalgic movie, though. Uh, Thank you so much, Wesley. And finally, Ryan R. Jackson says never seen it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, guess I should stay tuned to the Retro Rewind podcast and see if it's worth a watch. Uh, so, uh, Ryan, before we can get to our final rating, though, so that you know whether to watch this or not, let's talk about the things that really aren't worth. Well, they're worth talking about, but not worth. Don't make this movie worth rewatching. Uh, I will. I will open this up. By saying uh, Paul enjoyed the opening tiles for the most part, I actually thought they were a bit too garish. I don't know if it's a combination of the colors and the music, or just how they came in semi Superman style. I thought it was just a bit overboard. And what? Okay, would you rather see it in Helvetica font,
2: black background with white text? I'd rather see
0: Helvetica, as as has been our common thread throughout this show for the most part i'd rather see helvetica small text over the movie going
3: yeah already. but that's
0: not that's not
3: happening i think this is actually one of those things that dates the movie because you actually don't get opening credits anymore in movies Well, that's in all
2: the movies and well but 15 this one, years it, or older
3: yeah besides <laughs> the star wars who are yeah, fine for think, doing that. <laughs> so there's there, you you view it through that lens, but then you have to view. But even for its time, it's kind of drawn out. Mm-hmm. Well, so, so is the
2: Superman titles.
3: Exactly, and so I think there's a, there's certain people who like that, but I think most people. I, I, I I'm not surprised by Francisco's.
2: I'm just saying I agree with you, Francisco. The The title sequence is much better going over the action of the movie. Mm-hmm. But with it not being over, I'm glad that it wasn't just Helvetica. It was something different.
0: Well... I mean, I'm fine with different, but I just felt it was too much. It was like right. I felt
3: like it was trying you can to be set different, but you shorter. know what?
0: <laughs> I'm going to allow you to have your difference
2: of opinion here. It's okay.
3: Thanks,
0: Paul. I appreciate you <laughs> allowing me to have feelings and opinions, Grand feelings, Overlord. Just- <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Grand Overlord, not feelings. There you okay, go. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, how about you tell us something you didn't like, then, Paul? I only have two things listed. What? Okay.
2: (laughs) And one of them is my tragic maker.
0: Well then um The other thing
2: is is John John Ritter's character as a couch potato is way too active. (laughs) Like you think he should be a lot heftier? No maybe, but just kind of slump. Like he has way too much energy. I've never seen a couch potato person. Who is going to recite every line? I mean, they do in their head, but not out loud. You know what I mean? Huh. It gets up and, and walks around, not just with the fencing, but with other lines, you know?
0: Do you think that so, comes from... I, I, I've never really given this much thought, but do you think he, he loves... TV, I mean, obviously by the end he doesn't, but he loves, while well, he's in the state, he loves TV so much that he wishes he was in the TV and they're trying yes. to say that by... Like, like, I, I yes, but I don't know of a, a real
2: person like that. All right. You should, know what I mean?
3: You should yes. go to a Rocky Horror Picture Show sometime, Paul. No, that's different. <laughs> oh, that's different? Oh, what about The Princess Bride? Do you ever... Quote Different. If, do you know how hard it is to watch The Princess Bride with people not quoting during the movie? Oh, I hate it. <laughs> so wh- I don't know what you mean about this whole speaking. You don't know about. This but these are world. not a
2: bunch of couch potatoes who won't go over and watch. These are all people who get together. This is a kind of person who doesn't want to get together. Yeah. He stays inside his home. Okay so i just found <laughs>
3: boom drop the mic
0: <laughs> i just found that aspect of his character very unbelievable okay Uh josh was there anything you found unbelievable about this movie
3: um like things i didn't like um yes that was my attempt at a segue thanks for yeah. calling attention to it yeah i, I don't have a uh very many i think i just have like a couple okay uh, so one. one of them is the 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 strength, well, hold on. Let me see which one I want to choose as the tragic maker. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, okay. So the characters are all pretty much one dimensional. And hmm. you have the career minded wife, the TV addict husband, the tech nerdy little boy, and the fashion smug teen girl. <laughs> you know, these yes. are like part these, cheerleader family of four tragic like tropes you know how many how many sitcoms are based on these these four characters you yes, know yes. in a family so it's just like and those sitcoms have more development or more well, they have more experience. time to they do and um, there are you know if they want to I'll get into that about the tragic maker but <laughs> uh, so I think if you want to see the same dynamic work uh, I would say check out honey I shrunk the kids mm. uh, it's Good actually point. the same plot in reverse you have the kid the, the they want parents, to go
2: to hell
0: TV
3: the, 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 <laughs> the kids get you know zapped by they start in a, the TV by and
0: come to real the, life
3: by, <laughs> the, the kids get zapped by a, uh, a, sure a science fiction device you oh, know okay. and are transported to a different world and the parents have to make a uh, great uh, extreme uh, actions to go find them and get them and rescue them. So the roles are reversed. Rules are reversed. Yes, it's not so, like the plots reversed. Not that no, the the roles are reversed and uh, and that movie works. I think it's an amazing movie and the family dynamics. Same exact you know tropes of the, well instead of the you know the TV addict husband, it's the uh, science I guess the inventor. Addict. The the inventor husband, but all the other, you know, fashion smug teen girl and techie nerdy little boy, those are all the same.
0: If you'd like uh, to hear but, our opinions on Honey with the Kids, <laughs> go back to Retro Rewind Podcast dot com slash fourteen.
3: But uh yeah, so that check out that movie. Those that family dynamic works. This one doesn't, in my opinion. So. All right. Mm. Um let's see. Well, for
0: me I, I, mean, I' think
2: the family <clears throat> dynamic works. sorry Francisco
0: I just didn't
2: think they were all that interesting
1: well, that's okay. <laughs> think, yeah, okay, it, it works
3: <laughs> in a practical sense but it's just not interesting
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna um, see your bet and raise you guys. I felt like especially the relationship between the the brother and sister it was really frustrating to me like okay, I get that he's like super nerd and she's like, teen pop girl, but it's like, just how mean she is to to him, and like, but and how he just seems, oh yeah, I can just like, I can make my own TV station, no problem, I can transport a signal into hell, is easy peasy, guys, <laughs> I just need more power. <laughs> um, uh-huh. <laughs> It just seemed, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> I felt like, I don't know that it just, it bothered me a, a lot of the things they were doing, like uh, for instance, the girl. So she, he's finally convinced her that uh, she's, that their parents are in the, in the thing. And it's like, go down and find them. And she's like, challenge surfing. And she likes to spend one second on each show and then all of a sudden oh let's look at the french revolution and it's this long intro to a miniseries where you don't see anything pertaining to her parents but it's like oh yeah let me stick on this see if maybe they're here okay uh, that was unbelievable but i found their
2: interactions to be believable between brother and sister but that's me
1: uh,
0: i mean s- somewhat i suppose i i don't know i i felt like it was a bit much i so su- i guess it, it still bothered me their interactions um mm-hmm. But well, maybe uh, you just maybe don't it's like conflict.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some I'll conflict watch. right now.
2: Why don't you cry about it, <laughs> fatty? Exactly.
0: Saddlebags. Laces out. Uh, <laughs> uh, Retro Rewind Podcast dot com slash thirty seven. I think. Uh, when while I go check that. Uh, let's see. Well, both of you only have your tragic makers left.
1: Yep. Yes. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay. I guess I can't go check that Paul, you go check for me, please. Where okay. Ace Ventura was. Uh, right. cause I have a few more things that I didn't like about this movie. Um, so I felt like after Roy and Diane fall sort of get sucked in, they don't seem overly distressed by their situation. Like they're in, their backyard and all of a sudden they're on this weird game show. They I mean they seem they seem like a little like I don't know, this is weird, but they don't seem like what the, what is going on? How did we get here? They seem very like subdued about it. And I felt like that was odd.
2: Kind of like you're subdued about finding that the Ace Ventura is was uh, episode 33.
0: Dang it. Oh. oh. So close. Um but thank you. For, really 33? Yeah, I guess one that's Romancing the Stone. No, 37 was Sister Act. Romancing the Stone is
2: 34.
0: All right. Thank you for fact-checking me, Paul. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, So that's something else I didn't like. Uh, I thought it was... Okay, here's a discussion we could have, guys. Uh I thought it was confusing if Spike Crowley and the intern guy... Were
3: they demons or were they humans? They were employ uh, employees. Of the they were family. already dead. They were oh, yeah. dead already. How the they don't explain? which one okay. was. Yeah, which one was, was dead? Levy was. Yeah. How is yeah, he, he said, dead already? Don't worry about me. I'm already dead. But right. Which and his limbs kept falling off. Yeah. Oh, but, is that what
0: that's what he meant by that?
2: Yeah. See,
3: I I always assume that like ever since I first saw it, but rewatching it, the the one line where he says that it could be interpreted that it's like, He's you know, there's no there. hope for me. Yeah. yeah.
2: I took it as that's who they recruit is people who are there's different parts of hell, so they do different jobs and one, you know, the people that go to
0: hell are people. Okay. So the like the USC Intern guy, he died at some point, and now yes. he's there. That's how I understood it, but I huh. could be wrong. Yeah. Well, then why? Are, so essentially, the inside the programming is another level of hell. But yes. Satan already has their souls if they're down there. So why is because why do needs, they need to be into the going <laughs> to the TV? Um. But no, those
2: people. The people aren't dead like John Ritter and his wife are not dead. So it's a way to get their souls for them to die in there and then they just stay
0: and then they go to I, transported I already into hell. But then why is it such a big deal for Spike to be in the TV and Crowley to be, be in the TV?
2: Oh, because it's, it's a lot easier. The job is a lot easier than other parts of hell. It's a comfy
0: job. It's one of the intro lines he says to the intern. But they act like they're scared of dying
3: inside there. But if they're already dead, they're then they're why dying. are they? It's more of a torture thing,
2: right? Then if they uh, die there, then they they lose their job and they go to a different part
0: of hell. I don't know. Okay, that that mm-hmm. that I guess has a good question, that makes though. some sense. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, okay, another thing. Back to the sun. Okay, you, you noticed that this satellite dish is acting kind of weird. Let me take two minutes to mount my BMX bike to get away when you could just run and be gone way faster. What's that? What was that about?
3: Uh, that's a plot device used so that he can recognize something in the TV before. No, he recognizes it's ridiculousness the is what no. it is. Okay, it's everyone, everyone, knows.
2: no, 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 no. Everyone knows what you're supposed to do when you catch on fire. Stop, drop and roll. Sure. But not everyone does it when they catch on fire because they're panicking.
3: That's a good point. Oh, so you think he like was that. panicking? Hmm. Hey, yes. Um, speaking of that moment in the movie, there's something that I, t- <laughs> like, you know, I always said there are good special effects and not so good special effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the when the kid is like you know, like he's being he, he hold he grabs onto that the post yeah. so he's not sucked in. You can see hands holding him up.
2: No way. Oh,
0: I never saw that. Oh
2: wait, did you uh Oh, man. No, I didn't see that. Me neither. Yeah.
3: I, I rewound it, and, and I, I admit I was not the one who saw it. It was my wife. Wait, dropped. where? On you. his chest or legs or yeah, where? Yeah, like, like he's laying down, and it's just you see hands holding his, like his chest. kind of okay. like. Okay, I'm going to have to go up. back. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Uh,
0: that's always fun to notice, those things. Um, cool. All right, then I have one more thing before my tragic maker. Uh, I thought... Speaking of something else that didn't make any sense, it felt like it was yeah just a plot device. But what, how did Roy and Spike's remotes get connected and so that they had to be in the same channel be, just because Roy's was destroyed, had a bullet in it? I, it just made no sense to me.
2: I didn't know they had to be connected. I thought whoever had the remote can change whenever they want. No, but yeah.
0: but they both end up in the same place, regardless of which one has
3: I mean it's whenever like one TV with two remotes I guess but ends. but he
0: doesn't John Rear's remote has a bullet in it and so whenever um one of them changes they both go to the station whereas typically if one you unless you're touching the person you wouldn't go out together. One person could just leave.
2: Yeah, Spike's it was
3: a special remote. Yeah. Uh, I don't know it I, didn't
2: I didn't catch it, so he I don't says
0: know. something spike says something to the effect of we're both gonna end up in the same place now or we're we're stuck together, or well, something
3: so be like it that. but w- <laughs> plot device, Francisco.
1: plot device. <laughs>
3: It's, it's, it's a whole device. Well, it, it, I think it's more of that sci fi kind of thing. It's like, we need this to happen. So, you know, like, like why does this person act this way? Well, they were hit in the head. It's like, it doesn't really explain, but they See, just. Go I
0: ahead. wouldn't really consider this to be sci fi so much.
3: Do you guys consider this? Well, no, this it's a sci fi element. To, oh, oh, okay. Or fantasy, I guess, would be better. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. Yes, I would agree with that.
0: There's
2: a nerdy kid doing inventions. It's sci fi
0: uh-huh yeah that that clinches it Paul thanks um why don't you give fiction us- fantasy,
2: same thing? The only difference is science once you put science into it
0: wow i I can't hold a candle to your uh cunning right. wit and mind, Paul uh, but wow. I, well, nonetheless- Did you just insult me by giving me a compliment. Wow, that's nice of you. <laughs> I try. But my least complimentary complimentary thing about this movie – thank you, Josh – is my tragic maker, which is kind of simple. It's just that Roy and Diane, they don't – I mean, there's apparently a resolution and they're better by the end of the movie. But that's not shown really anywhere. I mean, I know he rescues her, but after that, you don't see any sort of them coming together and being – restored in their marriage and that that seemed very hollow then for me i mean maybe they're trying to save screen time or something but no but i i i don't feel that they ever really split because she felt
2: one way and he felt differently there wasn't uh so in my head there wasn't a total disconnect only a partial disconnect but even that i don't feel like was very there
3: wasn't enough resolution i think
2: there wasn't enough drama well, there was it, enough split, there was enough come together.
3: So like uh, I like when you, basically the climax is over, you know, the adventure is over, and mm. they could have ended it right there and be like, Well that was a story, and you can assume everyone got together. Instead right. you get him fencing and yeah, you still have nice. to and you still have to assume <laughs> that they got together. You see so you get the mm-hmm. ending but not the, the more yeah. important ending.
0: I mean they have the building blocks there of like exactly, them yeah. in France him rescuing her, them like sort of
3: thread throughout the movie,
0: him noticing her more, you Mm -hmm. know, even though she's a mouse being attractive. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like you said, Josh, it's throughout the movie. So they just need some final capstone to finish it off. And it's great.
2: Oh, to me, they, they casually, casually, or was what am I trying to say? Slowly got back together so by the time that they were in the French Revolution, they were back together. But I could um, be wrong.
3: Yeah, I but you you need an epilogue to really you know send it home. If you're going to have an epilogue, that's <clears throat> what it should be about.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I disagree. I think uh, Jacks or whatever his name is, John Ritter's character, Roy. Um, I think Roy, you,
3: you could have had both. I
2: yeah, I I felt one. his arc was more the dominant than their fight. Oh, certainly. I,
3: I could understand that decision, too, like, by the film. It's like, what what's the story we're trying to say? Well, like, here's the message, you know? Right. Like, the message and all caps. Yeah. Only and, watch and, and,
0: 60 minutes.
3: And then you have, uh, you know, you have the, the message, send it home as the epilogue, forgetting about the story, you
2: know? Learning to kill people with swords is much more better for you than uh, <laughs> TV.
0: And grammar. You no, know. <laughs> nice well, Uh All right, so that's my tragic maker. Uh, let's go to Josh. What did you hate most about? Stay tuned.
3: Um, there wasn't much substance. Um, mm. A lot besides like, the jokes. Well, that's it. Its greatest strength is also its greatest weakness. It's
2: uh, uh, what is this? A job interview? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, it's. You get you get some great gags, you know. You get a lot of fun humor, but in the end, there is a story being told, and you want interesting characters. And kind of going back to the first thing I was saying, like every good comedy has some good drama in it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I feel that was what was lacking is like you have this. I I mentioned this before too. It's like you have Family Guy where it's just you have this thin thread of a story, but really it's just an excuse to tell jokes. And that's what this movie kind of feels like. Mm. Not to say that's wholly wrong, but it's just. Unholy wrong. It's it's not as, sat- <laughs> as satisfying as we did there, folks. It could have been a much more satisfying movie if the drama, if there were, you know, richer characters. So, or just, like I said, just there was more substance to it rather than just an excuse to tell, you know, parody.
0: And, TV you know, channels. you know what? I. I don't, oh. music that <laughs> I don't wholly agree with you. I mean, I feel like there was some substance there, but sort of adding on to that, I felt like unless you like lived, actually, never mind. I totally <laughs> remembered. I was going to save this argument for my rating. So I'll be quiet. Yes.
3: And I have more about
0: my, uh, more to say, but I'll, I'll, I'll bring that up in the rating too. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Uh, Josh. So no substance. Let's see if there's any substance to Paul's tragic maker. Nope. I completely agree with Josh. Uh, okay. <laughs> that there is no substance.
2: Well, Little
3: substance, not, not there no
2: substance. is, it's kind of like none. a buff- a buffet if there's a lot to choose from, mm-hmm.
3: but hmm, that's an interesting. analogy. I like that analogy. It's it, like an entree, you know, you want a, a, a carefully crafted meal, but then you go to the buffet and it's not the same experience if you just grab a little of everything. They're two different things. Mm-hmm. Was that what you're saying, Paul? I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. then.
0: Okay. Do I get my frozen yogurt at the end?
3: You always get like what, despite your entree, you always get the frozen yogurt. <laughs> that's
0: that's the thing. The frozen
2: yogurt at the end, along with everything, just tastes kind of bland. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's uh that's what you're going for. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
2: There's no substance. Like it looks <laughs> good.
0: It looks good, but
2: and then you enjoy like, it yeah. while
3: you're watching
2: well, it or eating, eating it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm
0: still hungry after. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs>
3: You're not as satisfied,
0: yeah. yeah. Slimy yet satisfying. Gotta go get me some grubs. All right, well, with all that, I think we have entered all our firing information into the targeting computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us?
1: Firing solution complete, rating salvo at the ready on your mark.
0: Do we rate? Stay tuned. A, a classic. We would recommend you see this movie whether you've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you see this movie if you have seen it before as like a kid or in college or what have you? Or a tragic, we we say don't watch this movie if you have seen it before, leave it in your memories. If you think you like it, it's not worth going back to. Let's begin with our guest, Josh Powers. How do you rate
3: Stay Tuned? I rate Stay Tuned as nostalgic. Nostalgerific. Okay. Yes. And, ha- and you wanted to explain that how? Yeah, if I may. Um, this is the classic All kind of nostalgic. Like like this is like a great example of a movie that's that I would classify as nostalgic because it is fun. You know, it is like like this was an important, not important, but rewatching it. I didn't realize how uh, how much I think about the movie or like maybe quarter oh, in my head uh-huh. as I'm watching it. And I even remember like it's one of those movies that had like I remember the trailer moments, mm-hmm. like um, the parents getting sucked into the satellite yep. and uh, like the camera going into Spike's mouth. Oh, you know, yeah. Those yeah. were like huge like trailer moments kind of stuff That I was like, I so remember this, <laughs> you know. Uh, John Ritter, you know, after the, his wife, you know, throws a uh, what is it, the bowling ball into the TV. Bull oh, ball. Oh, the oh my, bowling trophy. I think it bowling is. trophy. That was it. And he goes,
1: the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: still, I still say that in my head. There's like something that like precious that breaks. I'm like, Ugh!
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
3: um, so. And but looking, looking back now, you know, it's we had so many great things to say about the movie, and we had very little to say negatively. Well, you guys but did. Well, I did. Well, we did. But so it's like, despite like that nostalgic rating, mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to recommend it, but understand that it is a nostalgia thing. So it's not a it's not a negative thing to say nostalgic. It's a positive nostalgic. Oh, OK, but it's not an easy recommendation either. <laughs> All right. like, do you recommend it? Oh, maybe you know. Definitely, if you saw it long ago, definitely worth watching again.
0: All right. So Josh says this movie has is a nostalgic with plenty of protons. Let's go to Paul. I'm gonna have to disagree with my brother here. I do. Agree you think on it has a points. lot of
2: electrons? All right. Uh, yeah, I had a lot more likes than dislikes. Yes but I'm going to have, and I enjoyed it as a kid and, and younger, Uh huh. but I'm going to have to rate this tragic. Really? Okay. And that's because there's so much better out there to waste your time <laughs> on. It, if you haven't seen it, please watch something else. And if you have seen it, I'm sorry it doesn't hold up you will have enjoyed it better as younger person Okay. and in the meantime (laughs) and if you're gonna watch something take the time watch UHF it's not I wouldn't say that I don't know what I would rate that that would be another one Trish, I, Trish. I I loved it as a as a kid, but I would rather watch that than this. There's so much better movies out there to waste your time on than this. Unfortunately, because I liked it, well, okay, so you if, liked if, it, but you don't. But if you've it's never seen
3: it, more. but if you have seen it, would you say go back yeah, and watch it? I'd say don't
2: waste your time. Watch use There's it better. Use your time w- wiser. Watching something better. <laughs> you've chosen. What if I would.
3: I would. Wisely. I understand that too. Like I think it's like I remember that movie and you're like mm. revisiting it would be
2: not it's no. better in your head than in than on okay. the
0: screen again. <laughs> Alright, guys. So um I actually rate so I'm gonna unfortunately have a little bit of a caveat with mine. But first off, I rate Stay Tuned, a nostalgic movie. Um I think there is uh, some, there's fun elements to it, but I, yes. I really believe that unless you grew up in the 80s and 90s, 90s. so much of this is just going to go over your head and it's not you're not going to know yeah. why any of this is funny.
2: Right. A but, lot of the references.
0: Yeah, yeah. But to that point, I think if you grew up in that time and have never seen this movie, I think it may be worth seeing. I think you mm. may find enjoyment in that if the premise Ooh. of this these this couple gains sucked into if I mean listening to the retro remand podcast if it sounds interesting and you haven't seen it and you grew up in that time then I I'd say see it it's certainly not a classic I'm not love elevating it to that um, but I say it's nostalgic you may enjoy it if you saw it as a kid uh, and if you never saw it as a kid but you grew up in this time. If all you millennials out there probably don't want to watch this, all you babies out there,
3: don't X, Generation watch. X, okay. no, oh, the, the current those
2: babies. born after the
3: millennium, yeah, <laughs> post millennials,
0: all you babies, don't watch this. Um,
2: I anyway. wouldn't
3: recommend this to a baby. No,
0: uh, <laughs> you I'll use I'll- your hands. It's
2: like a baby's <laughs>
0: movie. <laughs> anyway. So, according to the Retro Rewind Podcast, we rate Stay Tuned, a disputed nostalgic movie. If you've seen this before, it might be fun to put on again. Uh, otherwise, probably, in most cases, don't seek this out. With that, let's return to our own time, good old 1885. <laughs> I should
1: have 1885. said 1985. 1885! 1885! The doc's alive. He's in the old bill, west. But he's, but he's alive. alive. Are, are you all right,
0: Bill? Where are you getting your fifty
3: dollar bill? Fifty dollar bill, kid. Is there? Oh, do you need help? There's only one man who can help right me now.
1: Dun dun dun. YouTube systems engaged.
0: No love for data. Enough of that hilarity. Uh, TNG data. No, Goonie data. Oh, oh, oh.
3: 07, not double negative.
0: Oh, oh, that's why you were saying $50 bill. I was like, I'm not getting that reference, but it sounds similar. But now, okay.
3: guys, we don't have to, we don't have to get the treasure anymore. We got a $50 bill. <laughs> no, it's fake. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's the best. But all that
0: goes away. Go up in the bucket. All right. Enough, just enough reminiscing about other movies we want to cover, guys. What <laughs> is this, a retro rewind? Yeah, podcast? Well, come on, uh, let's talk about the things that are new on our tubes. Whether they're new movies or books or. Uh, tv oil shows painting well, I, I you know what that's probably not going to happen so maybe if i have an oil painting someday i'll i'll say oil painting again but i'm going to try to find something else to be funny uh but these are the the contemporary things that we would like to recommend to recommend to you or recommend you stay away from uh with that let's begin with our guest josh what is new on your
1: tube
3: what is new on my tube is uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> hey. I uh, I had such reservations about this show. I I, I watched The Flash that's a really fun show. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Arrow, but you know, watching Legends of Tomorrow, I was like I was thinking this is a spin-off of a of a spin-off with these uh, you know the the premise is, you know, a bunch of these c-class heroes and villains get recruited to fight crime through time and it seems like it's there's like 10 what eight characters and there's a lot to juggle for what's essentially a twice removed spin-off of arrow <laughs> I'm thinking there's no way this is going to be any good i think of csi you know the more csis you go the worse the quality gets but I was pleasantly surprised. It was, like, best spe- – I've only watched, like, the first about three or four episodes. Uh-huh. But the the special effects are, like, better than anything in The Flash or Arrow that I've mm-hmm. seen. Uh, the, the characters are, like, really fun. And, like, if there's, like, a plot hole or something, generally they'll address it. But it's usually chalked up to, like – these are c-class heroes they're they're a bunch of novices just bumping around just they don't know what they're doing but they're having fun and it's fun to you know i'm along for the ride so you know and and yeah and uh i was hoping you know i was like oh and maybe supergirl will be no not supergirl yeah i watched the first episode of that so i say legends of tomorrow that's the i I recommend it (laughs) okay but not supergirl yeah, I watched Supergirl last night, and it was just, uh, it I was the only, the first episode, so I can't speak for those series as a whole. You're going to watch
2: the Flash episode, or the Supergirl slash Flash episode.
3: Uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I watched the first episode, because yeah. the crossover's going to happen, so I, like, you know, maybe if it's good enough, you know, but it's like, I'm, I'm i good, it's its flawed. I
0: think that's sinking to a new low to get viewers seeing Supergirl Flash. Uh, no. I don't know. It, I don't know if but if not to
2: get viewers, it's because it's an awesome idea.
0: It's a
3: great idea. That's why I, I like it. You Guys, know,
0: but, um, I was making a plan words. Hmm? You missed it. Oh, sorry. I think that's <laughs> lame to pull in viewers by getting Supergirl to Flash.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, did
0: you just make a sexual joke on a
2: family friendly podcast?
0: Slash hangs his head in.
2: Do
3: you chair. have a, a, a cricket button? <laughs> a button
0: a cricket. You need one. You know what? Fine, guys. Uh, let's go <laughs> to fall. So that
3: was my answer. Like,
0: DC's Legends of Tomorrow. All right, yeah, a I'm former new tube of Paul's. <laughs> Paul's. And I'm like totally second guessing myself. Maybe that was too crass. I thought it was fine. No,
2: Maybe. it's not too crass. It just wasn't no, as I was expecting. Oh. <laughs> Paul, what's new on your tube? I saw the movie Raisin. No, Risen. <laughs>
0: it's like the <laughs> California Raisins yeah. have a movie now? Yeah. Internet's on computers now. How yeah. was, how was that? It
2: was good. I want to say it was excellent, but there are a few points that didn't line up exactly biblically, but there mm-hmm. were a lot of... The acting was good. The story was
0: good. I it, it was really well done. Can you... Okay, so people may not know what Risen is. Can you give a little synopsis? Oh, it's
2: basically... Um, oh, during the crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth back in the year 33 AD, there was the... Uh, the whole conspiracy theory of the, the body of Jesus was either stolen by the disciples or he was risen. So the Romans were tasked with trying to find the body dead or alive to find the story of it. So it's tracking one man, one of the uh, Romans uh, who was in charge of this search. Martin is, Luther. Yeah. Or <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> depending on what movie you're watching, <laughs> um, who recruits Malfoy? Because Harry Potter <laughs> wasn't using him. No, that's um, a different.
0: That's a different. Finds. Oh,
2: Harry! I'm pretty anyway, sure that's a different. Finds. Anyways, so let's find out what
3: happened. Okay. Very cool. Can I do my uh, my Voldemort impression? <laughs> um. Why not? Okay. Oh, Harry! You're a wizard, Harry. I'm afraid the deflector shield will be quite operational when your friends arrive.
1: (laughs) Nice. Well done.
0: Um, Your faith in your friends is yours. Uh, All right. Cool, guys. So be it, Jedi. You will die. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, guys. So uh, I recently... For what's new on my tube, I, I have like a plethora. Uh, yes, I know a plethora. Oh, is. the three amigos again. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, know
3: what the plethora is?
0: Yes, I know what a plethora is. So I Oh ha- good. I would
3: hate to think that one of my men would go around saying
0: he knows what a plethora
2: is, when in fact he does not know what a plethora is. Paul, we know
3: we don't have the intellect as great as you, <laughs> yeah, but perhaps <laughs> you are taking it out on us.
0: <laughs> yeah, Podcast dot com slash fifty three for the three amigos. No, I have I have an abundance of riches. Oh, congratulations. I've been very blessed to see lots of movies recently, and I took to Periscope to ask people, hey, uh, between these three movies, The Revenant, The Martian, and what was the other one?
1: The Mad Max Fury. What?
2: Oh, sorry. It was, yeah, Road Rage. Mad Max Fury Road. Road Which one
0: (laughs) of those that I've seen recently should I recommend to the, the people on this podcast? And they all said The Martian, but then I realized... You know what i've been using this new website recently to actually like catalog the movies i'm watching so maybe i should just recommend that because i put all three of them in there recently oh, nice. so i'm going to my new tube is the site Letterboxed. that's letter the word letter then box then d there's like it's usually you know i spell box no e b-o-x-e-d no this is just b-o-x-d oh yeah um, and so I, I've just your liked, life in film. Yeah, I just really liked. It's like for if, a quick way to explain it, it's like Goodreads for movies. So you can like oh. just track the the movies you watch. You can review them. You can ram, create lists of different movies. So I'm gonna be actually putting my like our catalog of movies we own into a list there. And I'm going to just start keeping track and reviewing the movies we do on the show. So and, why don't we have
2: something like this for the retro rewind podcast, what movies we watched, what we rate them. I, and then our friends
0: can come in and rate it. I'm maybe I'll do that right now. I just All have right. my personal one. If you want to find me on there, uh, I'm FX, R U I am fxruizx. Uh So find me. And you, so if you want to know what my personal collection is, and but yeah, maybe me and Paul will will start a FX, one for just
2: R U I Z X.
0: Yes, that's correct.
3: Can you create groups? Francisco
0: on the R. I don't know. You can network, uh, yeah. but I'll have to look into that because that'd be great if we could have like a a group of fellow like all our retro rewind podcast listeners and hosts and things. Um,
2: but on Stay Tuned, you only rated it half a star, or is it a star and a half? That's a star
0: and a half. Oh. Uh, well, because it's based on five stars, and I, I haven't given anything to five stars yet. Oh, not even Lord of the Rings? Well, I haven't
3: rated that yet.
0: That's just uh, in my favorites. Okay.
3: So you saw Mad Max, The Martian, what was the third one? The Revenant. Yes. I saw, I've seen all three of those as well. All great. Movies. I would also recommend um, Spotlight if you
1: have a and, chance to see.
0: It, oh, it? and that's another thing. You can add like you can keep track of movies you want to see. You just add it to like your watch list. So I anyway, Letterbox I recommend that's my that's my new tube. If you're into movies, which if you're listening oh, to this, cool. you probably are. Uh, and so Spotlight. I'll have to add that. Um, okay, cool. So for new tubes, we have. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. We have. <laughs> Raven. Oh, oh, yeah. Risen. <laughs> <laughs> we have the Goonies Risen. No, we have the movie Risen, and we have the website Letterboxd. Sorry about that, Paul. Um, oh, no, that's fine. Let's move I'm on. I'm kind of curious, but I'll ask later.
3: I like that we finally got a sequel to The Passion. <laughs> yeah, the.
0: Anyway, okay. <laughs> stick around for that post-show, patrons, and maybe we'll talk more about that. Uh, but for now, let's, uh, Alice. Will you please bring up the communication satellites? Now, okay. Comsat online. Stop back no. Receiving incoming transmission. Back talking me, Alice. <laughs> Never mind. If you're going to be like that, here they are. <laughs> All right, so before we, we do have some feedback this time, but before we get there, uh, first want to remind you to vote on the movies you like us to cover. We got a few additions, yeah. and as you'll see in the feedback here coming up, um, go, to re- go right now. Where go, do I go? Go to retrorewindpodcast slash cast your vote. There is also a link that says movie vote at the top of the site if you go to RetroRewindPodcast.com. dot uh, But yeah, if you, your, we are going to be closing the voting. Uh soon, probably after the next episode. If we close the volume today, it would be War Games, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, What About Bob? I don't care What About Bob. Um, Son-in-Law and The Terminator. All right. All right. So that, that has been fluctuating. The Rock and uh, The Rock has been like going up and down, uh, sort of dethroning Son-in-Law and The Terminator. So you can go there and be one of the people that
3: changes the tide for the Terminator, I guess. <laughs> there are worse movies, worse Pauly Shore movies than Son-in-Law. Indeed.
2: Um, oh, and- wow, Boy Who Could Fly is 14. Last episode, it was like second from the bottom. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the only other
3: announcement I want to say is, uh,
0: a lot of you know...
3: Are you, are you, Paul, are you afraid it, it, it won't fly to uh-huh. the top?
0: Uh, Either. uh, huh? no. But Francisco is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch a boy who could fly over. What about Bob? So, oh, by all means, send that up. Whoa. Whoa. If it takes down, what about Bob? Easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I may not like what about Bob, but I do like everyone that uh, contributed to our Teespring campaign. We, uh, I would say, it was a success. Um, We got 11 11 people or 11 T-shirts will essentially be printed. So thank you to everyone who ordered a shirt. And if you didn't, uh, we'll probably do another release. I don't know if it will be the same shirt or slightly different. Um, But we're probably going to do another one around Father's Day, thanks to some of your feedback. Uh, um, So that if you want to say, hey, hey, uh, to your to your significant other, uh, I'd really like a, a retro rewind podcast T shirt, and a Father's Day is coming up, uh, so that's a great reason to get me one, right? Right? Um, so we'll probably time it around then. But for this first run, uh, thank you to everyone who bought a shirt, and they should be arriving between March third and March tenth, I believe. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you. And if you if you the, that is the last thing you wanted then thank you for putting up with all our promoting the t-shirts. Uh, all right. So now let's get to our feedback first from Facebook. Uh, longtime listener, Patrick Kramer was commenting on uncle Buck and he said, great episode. Just an FYI, rip Hunter, the time traveler in Le- DC legends of tomorrow, because during uncle Buck DC legends of tomorrow was Paul's new tube. So commenting to that, um, Rip Hunter the time traveler in that show was not created for the TV show. He's been around the DC universe since 1959. Uh, sometimes my inner Uber nerd has to come out.
3: <laughs> nice cuz he seems straight up Doctor Who. Right. <laughs> oh really? Oh that's I mean like I've only seen a few episodes of Doctor Who, but even like watching them is like, "Oh, they just took Doctor Who and just <laughs> put him in the show." <laughs> That's nice. like, oh, he's not a time lord, he's a time master.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's different, yes, yeah. Uh, so thank you, Patrick, for that feedback. That's not a screwdriver, that's a drive screw. Oh, oh <laughs> it's okay, a remote I see you're
1: control. Doing.
0: Anyway, then on Twitter, longtime listener Rachel uh, said films to add to your list Space Jam Osmosis Jones The Truman Show and Wild Wild West please and Do we thank have you to? I, right.
3: I already did I think Space Jam is has a bigger cult following than I realized the, the original website does, for yeah. Space Jam is still up What Oh wow Yeah
2: Oh my god that's cuz they're making a sequel
3: oh, Are they my.
0: Yeah with Michael Jordan again No, no with, I think with Pugs Bugs Bunny. With, well, okay. Um, all right, so thank you Rachel for that and yes we add those to the list. Oh, I mean feel free to tweet us or facebook us movies you'd like us to add. Me and oh, Paul good. have good. I have about 50. I'm going to tweet you there. Me and Paul have some criteria that we go by so not everything you suggest we will add, but if we can and all those movies met our criteria, so we add those to the list, you can go vote on them now. At Retro yeah, Space Jam was already on our list. You
2: haven't slash added it?
0: What? Oh, I have. there's a bunch in here we need to add. You can go to com slash cast your vote to vote on the movies you'd like us to cover on the show. Uh, next up, a Latina lawyer said, because of the episode on Uncle Buck by Retro Rewind Podcast, I watched it on demand last night for the first time. Definitely worth a watch. If on TV, so see nice. Paul, we are making a difference. People do take our opinions seriously. <laughs> One Latina lawyer at a time. <laughs> so that was that was really cool, because um, that's that's a, a background dialogue Paul and I have had. Is that are we like yeah? So I won't go into it here. But also, um, a Latina lawyer um, was responding to uh, the. Vintage VG Geek store for vintage video game geek, and what that person said was, "Watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure with the kids last night." Aside from three or four parts, it didn't really age well. And then a Latina lawyer uh, gave us a shout out, pretty much saying, um, "I can't say I'm surprised by that. I enjoy Retro Rewind podcast for a discussion on whether retro movies are worth a watch today." So really appreciate that, a Latina lawyer, um, and for spreading the word. Of this podcast. If you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best places to do that are in the comments section uh, at the bottom of each uh, show episode. Or in the bathroom stall next time. I guess you could do that, I suppose. Uh, just scroll on that bathroom stall, Retro Rewind eighty uh, three. Then you could also do it on our Facebook group, um, which you can again join at Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Podcast dot com slash group. Uh, now, before we head back to Nav Point Omega, Paul, you're on. I'm on
2: first. <laughs> and OK, so anyway, next time we'll be going back to the year 1995 for the movie Jumanji. But until uh, then, you can find us on the Retro Rewind Podcast. Uh, sorry, you can find us on retrorewind.com, but you can also find us on the You can uh, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. I'm sure we're there too. Uh, support us through Patreon and PayPal and follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. But if you want to find me specifically, you can go to Pauljpowers.com,
0: where I have all my social media links. Uh thank you, Paul. And wanna thank again our guest, Josh Powers, for coming back to this show. Uh Josh, where can our, our listeners find you online and is there anything you'd like to promote?
3: Um I used to promote my Twitter account, but I, st- I started using it for rants and stuff because of so few followers and such. Because it's my own personal thing, so <laughs> you may want not want to check out my Twitter account anymore. But you can check me out on Facebook uh, at josh's facebook.com/slash josh is, uh, is pretty cool. Oh, okay.
1: um, he I, is pretty you know, cool.
3: Oh, I think so. <laughs> I'm a bit biased, though. But I do, uh, I'm I'm going to be releasing a page where I collect all uh, funny customer service calls that I get uh, into oh, nice. a separate kind of page. I'm still kind of developing it right now. But okay. uh, if, if you want to, you know, until I can get that off the ground, so to speak, uh, you can just friend me or I, I don't keep it private. So you can just check there, follow however you want. Okay, But cool. uh, people seem to really like me relaying the extremely bizarre phone calls I get from yes. customers. I, so, I definitely enjoy when you post those. those <laughs> so yeah, that's I guess that's what I'm promoting.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again once more, Josh, for coming on the show. Well, thank you for inviting me. Sure. Uh, let's see, you can find me, Francisco. On Twitter, at FXRUIZX. Also, same for Letterboxd. Uh, and lots of other things. Uh, but anyway, and I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. You can check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, supporting, and sharing the podcast. We, we appreciate it so much. It, it means a lot that we ha- that you guys are li- that you all are listening to us and enjoying the show giving us feedback it- it's great um but if you're still there like a Pokemon we got catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast Retro Rewind mission complete proceed to map
1: point Omega and return to base
2: Shouldn't
0: people stay tuned for the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast? Take it from me. Don't listen to too many podcasts. It can be bad for your health.
2: Spin and Marty. It's an old Mickey Mouse Club joke.
0: Oh, okay. That's why I wouldn't get it. I'm not part of the club. I'm in the clubhouse. You're not a Mouseketeer. No, I don't. M-O-I-C-E real soon.
3: (laughs) You can't spell. <laughs> That's why they like, kicked you out. <laughs> That's the, me, you have Josh. one job: <laughs> spell Mickey Mouse. I can't do it. M O
1: C. Dang it, Donald Duck. <laughs>